You know, there are so many different relationships that Palestinians have with the land. Some have never been there. Um, some live there but are under siege. Some are occupied. Some have this really deep longing to go there. Others have this mythical idea of what that place is. And um, so I, I thought to explore it visually. And um, as I mentioned earlier, this is not a new thing. Art, artists and culture, culture workers have been doing so um, since their dispossession in 1948. But um, I was noticing that there were some changes in the way that um, these relationships were being expressed more recently, and I wanted to look at what that what that is today. Uh, you quote uh, in the description of the, the exhibit um, from a poet who says, all conflicts prefer symbols mm -hmm. and that symbols are, are, are bound to change. Can you, can you expand on that a little bit, how that relates to the, the exhibition? Sure, yeah. That's um, uh, Murid Burghuti. You know, symbols, for example, in the Palestinian uh, context, the key is an important and very potent symbol because it references this moment when um, Palestinians in their in their dispossession l had to leave and assumed they were going to come back, so they kept the key of their home. Um, and oftentimes it would just hang on the wall in in wherever they landed in, in a refugee camp, for example. And so this symbol, this key became a symbol of the right of return. And you see it repeating throughout visual culture and theater and all over. Um, but today I'm thinking, um, what I'm noticing is that artists are, are taking a different approach. You know, they're thinking about, you know, they're reimagining a landscape in, in ways that are very different than what the actual reality is on the land, uh, for example. And so it's moving, I feel like the visual culture and the visual representation is moving in a direction that it's almost like a retreat to the imagination where we could maybe say there's possibility there in, in contrast to the, to the reality on the ground, which is, for example, um, you know, fraught with military infrastructures like uh, checkpoints and bypass roads where only certain people can go and um, illegal settlements that are throughout the, throughout the West Bank that, you know, are very dangerous. Settlers will often come into um, Palestinian villages and attack or set olive trees on fire and things like that. So, the re I mean, I, I don't mean to say that, you know, we shouldn't talk about the reality or that artists don't want to talk about the reality. I, I think that they're just trying to find something else. Um, and, I'm, and I'm specifically thinking about Yazan Khalili, one of the artists in the exhibition, they're looking for another way to almost like decolonize the mind itself because it, at some point one starts to internalize this op oppression and sense of occupation. And uh, so I, 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 I get this feeling like artists are trying to find a different way to uh, respond to that. I'd love to hear more of your thoughts on the way that art, the role that art plays in not just changing people's minds, but also expressing different avenues of thought and feeling on these kind of political conflicts. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, there there are many different approaches that artists take. If we think about um, this movement uh, in the early 20th century called social realism, that was, you know, very figurative. You saw um, people in in paintings, um, and there was a very clear message around, you know, social issues and and conflict and things like that. Um, and and I, I find that to be very powerful and very important. But there are other ways. I mean, I think the reason why art is so important in society is because it communicates to to us in ways that um, are often without text, without the word. You know, it's a very visceral sense. You you kind of feel it in your body, um, whether that that feeling is distress or whether it's you know um, this this uh, sense that you can maybe escape what's happening on the ground. Um, And so, you know, for me, very clear communication is important, but I also think that there are other ways, other forms of communication that are, that are important that we can't quite put our fingers on in terms of why do I feel this way after looking at these photographs of landscapes, for example, or what is it about this jumble of Arabic calligraphy that, that makes me, excited about something, you know? So, yeah, I think sometimes we, we want to be very logical and we want to say, okay, one plus one is two, therefore, right? But with art, there's this potential um, to to move in a direction that is um, not easy to explain. Really, I'm thinking like how, how the body feels. You know, I think there's a lot of information in the body that we don't often recognize or, or realize. And so, I feel like that's where it taps in. You know, if oftentimes people will walk up to a painting and they say, I don't get it, right? But ideally, one will try not to get it and just see what happens to them and really just tap into what what they're feeling inside. We're talking about the exhibit Preoccupations, Palestinian Landscapes. is opening up this Saturday evening at the Holding House in Detroit. And Kathy, one of the other interesting things about this particular exhibition is as you're taking it on the road, you're hoping to meet new Palestinian artists and bring their works into it. Yes, and I'm really excited. We're, we've included the work of Raya Akil, who is a filmmaker, actually, and she's showing an excerpt. Uh, from a film that is in is in progress at the moment. It's called Masafariyata, and she filmed in her ancestral homeland. Uh, she's from the villages in the southern hills of Hebron, or the Arabic name for Hebron is Khalil. And um, her uncle, in this video, her uncle is harvesting weed, and it's a very meditative, it's a very meditative video. It's hard not to look at it. There's... You know, we get the sense that, you know, it's we're sort of entering in the middle of something. There's really no beginning and no end. It has this sense of um, endlessness in, in the same way that the landscape that, that we see in that video also seems endless. It's really quite captivating. I'll say that the, the reason why I'm interested in um, including artists every time it lands in a place is because I think the exhibition itself is a reflection of the Palestinian landscape, which is very diasporic in nature. And so, you know, the, for me, the exhibition is also a creative act that, that brings together community members um, and connects, connects us uh, through art and creative expression. 